Hey, you've reached Christina Starmer on the She Is Me podcast this morning. If you don't understand people, you don't understand much of anything. So imagine, you're a person with genuine friends that you can call upon at two in the morning if needed, or you are one of the few people that can sell anything to anyone. How would you like that? So stay tuned, and in just a little bit, I'll tell you how, and I'll divulge some secret sauce that everyone is after. When I was young, I spent a lot of time at my grandparents, but not just by myself. Their house was always full of people dropping by or just hanging out. My grandmother had a rectangular table with eight chairs around a massive table that looked like it was always full of people. If you've been around a while or if you have a grandma, then you probably know what kind of table I'm talking about. It was one of those beefy, solid oak dining room tables with chairs that looked fit for royalty. You know, the ones that had green velvet back seats and velvet back padding with ornate knobs at the top of the chair, just like you would see in an old Baptist church where the pastor might sit. But the piece de resistance was the plastic on the cushions. Some of you can relate. She had about six kids, or she did have six kids, and those kids had kids, and everyone either lived on the same street or the street behind the house, which is where I lived, or about a mile away, but still pretty close. There was a patch of woods filled with tall pines that separated her house from mine, and there was a worn-out little path within those woods that I traveled every day every day after school. And let me tell you, I never dilly-dallied on my way to my grandparents' house. This wasn't a red riding hood kind of scene. and I never wore a checkered dress or held a basket. I was just scared running through those woods, but I knew I had to make it to my grandparents' house. So when I got there, there seemed to always be a bunch of people sitting around drinking a buttload of coffee, laughing and carrying on always around that big, chunky, velvet-encrusted dining room table. But I'm telling you, I didn't understand it at that time until most recently. To me, my grandma, Alice Ruth was her name, was just mean, but everyone was always around. And why, I thought. I was never allowed to talk unless I was spoken to. It was not polite to interrupt. And if I did not say yes ma'am or no ma'am, then there was a high chance that I might even get a swat. Before every dinner, I had to help either set the table or hand wash the dishes. And if I ever wanted to touch anything of hers or my grandpa's, then I had to ask first and be sure to put it right back. Homework had to be finished before any TV when grown-ups were talking. Kids were needed to go and play. No one could sit in Papa's chair when the news came on. No one could spin around on her round leather bar stools, which by the way, were clearly made for spinning. And you always had to clean up after yourself. There were so many rules in this house, and she treated no adult or stranger that came through those doors any differently. If you left the screen door open, even if she did not know you, she'd ask if you were born in a barn. Actually, she'd probably yell it. If someone said something condescending or rudely to another person around the table, she did not hesitate to call them out. And if she thought you weren't telling the truth, then there was a high probability that she might even call you a liar to your face. My grandmother took no BS from anyone. She was a tough old bird with a loud mouth, big glasses, and a rather large smile. And people loved that about her. So here's the thing. She wasn't sugary sweet. She never braided my hair. She told me I talked too much. She hated the way I dressed, and she constantly wore a moo-moo with open-toed slippers. She told everyone exactly how she felt about everything, even themselves. 
She was a bit selfish and she did not like to share, but she was, she was herself. She never hid behind false pretenses. She never tried to be someone that she was not. And you knew exactly where she stood at all times. She never told you that she thought something that she thought you maybe wanted to hear. She just told you what she thought, but never vindictively. She was outspoken and opinionated, but still kind and giving. That is why, precisely why, everyone loved my grandmother. They knew that if they wanted advice, she would give it. And they knew that if they wanted the truth, she would give it. She earned their trust by being true to herself and who she was. And they knew exactly what she stood for, who she was, how she felt, and what motivated her at all times. How refreshing that must have been for them to have someone that would truly listen and give them advice, good or bad, not just want not just what they actually wanted to hear someone who was not fake someone without ulterior motives and how nice would that be to find in this world today so that's the nugget the sage advice or the secret sauce from me to you is to just be yourself and the world will follow so are you tough are you soft are you pragmatic? Are you empathetic? Whatever it is, own it and be you, the true you, not the new version, not the old version, but the real version, the one that the good Lord created you to be. Be happy with that person and go into each relationship with that person front and center. And that means all relationships with work, uh, your coworkers and your clients, friendships, maybe romantic relationships, family, all relationships. Maybe you've just been misled or molded through the years to believe that the real you is not good enough, yet the real you is truly the only thing that you have to offer anyone, a friend, a coworker, a client, a parent, anyone. And if you're being true to yourself, you will attract a world full of friends and customers or whatever it is you're looking for. Because all of those people out there are totally starved for it and they can smell it when it's near. It's a rarity when someone or something is genuine. It's like a magnet. It is attracted, attractive, sorry, and they will be drawn to it. And if you can give you whoever it is that you are, then you will quench a thirst in those people that will for sure make them want to come back and drink more. I once heard a relationship without trust is like a car without gas. You can stay in it all you want, but you won't go anywhere. So choose to be you and figure out how you can serve the world. Take the risk and come out of the shadows. Be proud of who you are and get rid of that persona that you think you need. The decision is yours and it will either be made out of love or from fear. If it's from fear, then everything will remain the same. If it's love, then you will have chosen you, the real you. And I'm telling you, that is enough. And those who truly matter in your life, you being yourself will always be enough. <laughs>